<laughs> okay, so let's let's start. So we know it's it's other Aleph, and um, we like to play music here, as you know. So we're going to play a song, which at, at the outset, if you see the words, it's not going to make much sense why we're singing a song about a broken heart when it's other. But of course, we're going to come to explain. And I'll tell you, this is a first that um, this this musician Binyamin Absin. I don't know if anybody's heard of him, Binyamin. You could find him on Spotify. So he is a friend of mine. And I give a share once a week. I give a share once a week in, uh, in Tarz Rabbi Nachman. Specifically, this is called Sicha Saran. And we're going to go through some of it now. And I gave a shear, and based on the shear, he wrote a song. So now, we gave a shear, he wrote a song, and now we're going to say another shear on the song that he wrote. <laughs> so this is the first that we're ever doing such a thing. And with that, let's, you'll listen, let's listen to his song. You have the words in front of you, and then we'll... Let's speak about it. There's nothing more whole than a broken heart The feeling inside when you're miles apart And there's just nowhere to go The moments you realize you're not alone the path laid ahead is a in a hole And there's a light to guide you back Lay Lishbarhi Chavit Lefnei Hashem Hashem Yisbarach Ki lay Lishbarhi Broken words and spoken attitude When you're feeling what you're feeling Like the lies are true Take a breath and close your eyes There's a weight and it's heavy underneath it all Fan the flames deep within Burn those in the wall Let the way you are be seen Cause there's a light in the middle of the hurricane Put aside all the blurred lines and know your name Hashem, 
song before? Yeah, you have? Yeah. Heard his music before? Yeah. Okay, good. Like all caps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vinyamin all caps. That's right. I joke around with him about that. So a, you t- we're talking about, we have a song here, it's about Lev Nishmar. Lev Nishmar is a, is a broken heart, but yet he's singing in an upbeat, in an upbeat way. And others, the, the Zman, the season of, of Simcha. So we have to try to understand a little bit about other, and especially other Aleph that's we're in right now. So other, other is the last month you know, of, of the year. Nisan is the beginning, Pesach is the first of the Moadim, and other is the last. It's the end of the chain. It finishes off the months of the year. And in terms of, in, in halacha, why is it that other, why could there be two others? Maybe you know. Because the Torah tells us in, in Devarim, that Nisan and Pesach have to come in the spring. That it has to come in the spring. And we have two calendars. There's a solar calendar, there's a lunar calendar. In the solar calendar, we have 365 days. In the lunar calendar, right based on the moon, there's 354 days. There's an 11-day difference. So after three years, we're going to be a month off. So if you keep going with that way, then Nisan's going to end up in the summer, and then it's going to end up in the winter, and then it's not going to be in the spring. Nisan has to be in the spring. So to keep Nisan there, every, out of 19-year cycle, seven times out of 19, we have two others. So you add 30 days, and that kind of brings everything back. So other Aleph and other Bays, the point is to realign. Realign the months of the year. Realign to make sure that spring and Nisan come together. So that's, that's one aspect of other. We know that with two others, we really keep Purim in the second other. However, tomorrow night, there's something called Purim Katan. And Purim Katan is brought down Halacha. It's a, it's, a, it's a festive day. People are supposed to have Simcha, a little bit of extra Suda. There's going to be a lot of Fabranging around town, a lot of people getting together with music. On Purim Katan, you can't have a Hesped, you can't eulogize. It's a happy day. You can't take on a Tainus. There's a lot of halachas of simcha that happen also in Adar. The concept of Misha Nichnas Adar, Marbin Besimcha, starts in Adar Aleph. We don't wait till Adar base. There is a big simcha, even in Adar Aleph. Another aspect of this month. In the physical world, when it's, we're in Adar, it's still cold outside. But there are days where, in the middle of the day, it's warm enough that you, don't, you could take off some layers. At the beginning of the day, it starts cold, but already by the middle of the day, certain days, we, already, we had some recently, where you could really walk outside with a sweater, at best, and even, maybe even less. My kids don't wear coats ever, but a person can take off a few layers, because it starts cold, but it's getting warm, and the spring's starting to, to settle in. So it's a time where some of the layers are starting to be removed. It's another aspect of other. And a fourth aspect, there's many, many aspects, and as always, we try to speak about a few. The word adar, there's a, lo- there's a word that's very similar to other, adir. Adir bamarom. Adir means, I know what adir means? It means strong. The word adir means powerful, strong. So we have to understand, what about other? Where, what's the strength? I mean, there's many answers to this, but what we're going to try to build out a certain understanding of other aleph to bring together this, this union of alignment of the months, the simcha, 
the removing of layers and then the strength. Now, other Aleph is a Hagdama, is a precedes other base. Now, other base is the big Simcha, the big, big Simcha of, of Purim. But other Aleph has to be a Hachana, has to be a, a preparation for this big Simcha. Now, not every year we get this. Sometimes in other, you have to go right from the winter straight into the warmth and the jumping and the dancing. But this year we have a little bit of an extra time, right? Seven times out of 19, we have an opportunity to prepare ourselves. So to prepare ourselves for Simcha, we have to go, we have to go deep. We have to go a little bit deeper. So this is where we have this, this sugya. It's a very important, very, very important to understand. What exactly is this Lev Nishbar? Lev Nishbar, translated Lev heart, Nishbar means broken. What does this mean? Because everybody knows if, you would, if I would tell you to tell me, tell me an emotion that would connect to a Lev Nishbar. A broken heart. What's the emotion of a broken hearted person? Obviously, it's not happiness. A person would say, maybe depressed. He's broken hearted, he's depressed, he's down. Right? That could be. Does that make sense? You have another, is there another emotion <laughs> you give to a, a concept of a Lev Nishbar, a broken heart? Broken heart sounds broken, not, not good. However, let's, we're going to learn a little bit of Rabbi Nachman. Is that okay? Can we learn some Rabbi Nachman here? So this is a sefer called Sicha Saran. Sicha Saran are, are Sichas, meaning he was talking to his Talmidim, specifically Rabbi Nassim, his, ma- his main Talmud. And Rabbi Nassim wrote down a lot of just his day-to-day sayings. And everything Rabbi Nachman said was very, very deep. So we're going to read a, f- a few lines of some different Sichas. And he starts off and he says, Lev nishbar v'atzvus eno inyan echad Lev nishbar, broken heart and atzvus. What is atzvus? Depression is not the same thing at all. So do not translate Lev Nishbar, broken heart, as depression. He says it is not the same thing at all. He says, Ki Lev Nishbar who believe. A broken heart is in the heart. Where Atzvah's depression comes from, he calls it the spleen, a lower part of a person. Listen to what he says. Ava Lev Nishbar hu A Lev Nishbar, a broken heart, is very beloved in Hashem's eyes, which is where he's coming from. Where he says, Lev Nishbar hi chaviv lefne Hashem. These are the words of the song. He's basing it on Sicha Saran. And of course, we have to come back to understand this first line. You've heard this first line? There's nothing more whole than a broken heart. So that's from the Kutzker. They, they, they quote in the name of the Kutzker Rebbe. There's nothing more whole than a broken heart. Now, that's really what we're coming to explain. How does that even make any sense? Broken heart should be broken to pieces. Oh, thank Lord. <laughs> I'm going to pause. My mother is going to no, no, say this. No. Okay. <laughs> so Rabbi Nachman says, <laughs> That a Nishbar is beloved by four Hashem. Nishbar yakar ma'od ma'od a Nishbar is very, very precious by Kaddish Baruch. A Nishbar. What is this? So I'm going to skip a little bit. And in the next Sicha, a question. Yeah. Sure. Can you say it's a yearning? A broken heart is a yearning. So let's, let's see what Rabbi Nachman says. So Rabbi Nachman says, my mother is, is proficient in, in Rabbi Nachman, obviously. Atzvis, what's the difference? Okay, so Lev Nishbar is very beloved in Hashem's eyes, but what is the difference between a Lev Nishbar and someone who's in a state of Atzvis? Very, very important to understand the difference. Says Rabbi Nachman, Atzvis hu 
כמו מישהו בכעס וברוגז. Someone who's ba'atzas, who's in a state we'll call a depression. And it doesn't mean clinically depressed, doesn't mean high-level depression, but not just sad. Sad could be okay, depending on why you're sad. Someone low-lean who passes away, that sadness is, is okay. That's warranted and you're supposed to mourn. But a person who's in a state of atzas, the way you know if you're in this depressed state, and it could be a slight depression or high level, is that a person, he's deeply, he's angry. He's upset about something. Kemisha Misraim Misaloni, he's in a state of complaining. He might not say, she might not say the words out loud, but if you'd come to think, what, what is bothering me? Why am I feeling down this way? I'm upset. What are you upset about? Al She'ena Osele Ratzono. That this person is complaining on a, at a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That a Kaddish Baruch Hu didn't do what he or she wanted. That's where this upset feelings, this depression, this downness, I don't want to call it sadness, this feeling down is coming because I'm really, really, I'm upset. Who are you upset at? I'm upset at a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Why are you upset at a Kaddish Baruch Hu? See, he didn't give me what I wanted, what I expected, what I deserve, what I'm entitled to. Avaliv nishbar, but a broken heart. What's a broken heart? Who kebena meschate lefnei aviv ketinok shekovel uboch lefnei aviv al shenesrachek mimenu. But a broken heart, broken-hearted person, is like a child, like a son, who's pleading before his father. He's crying and pleading. Why? Because he feels distant from him. So you have a person who doesn't have what they want. The broken, the person who's depressed, who's really truly broken, he's broken into pieces, is they're angry, they're upset. That they didn't get what they wanted. And therefore that's atzis, that's, that's a, a heart that's cut in half. But a lay of nishbar, someone who's broken hearted, and we're going to, we'll explain a little bit more, but it's somebody who so badly wants to connect to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, or to even himself or herself, and the lack that they have, they're not angry that they don't have it. They're not upset that they're at somebody or at a Kodesh Baruch Hu. They're feeling a yearning towards something bigger. They're broken open. They're broken open. This is what Rabbi Nachman says. We'll explain a little bit more. And one more, in Sikha Memhe, he says one line, a very important line. After a person is a Lev Nishbar, and Rabbi Nachman says, if a person could be a Lev Nishbar all day, he says, Matov Manayim. If a person could be a Lev Nishbar, a broken-hearted person all day, it would be amazing. Because the Kaddish Baruch loves it. He says, but he's, he's nervous that if a person's in this state of Lev Nishbar too long, they'll end up in Atzvus. Because it's very close. He says, Acher Lev Nishbar Basimcha. After Lev Nishbar comes Simcha. That's what he says. V'zeh Simen, this is the sign. Im hayalo Lev Nishbar. This is the sign if you truly are a Lev Nishbar and not someone who's ba'atzvus. Kishaba acher kach Simcha. If a person goes into this state of Lev Nishbar, he brings it upon himself, herself, or it's brought upon them, and after they come out of this, not low, this melancholy type state, they come out feeling stronger, feeling simcha, you know that that was a Lev Nishbar and that's very beloved by Kodesh Baruch.
Okay. So still, we have to explain a little bit more. It sounds... What exactly does... What exactly does Rebbe Nachman mean? So, one way that we can, that we can work on it. There might be that many ways. The, the, the comments of Rebbe Nachman are very, very deep. And one has to really think about them. And it's important. It's important just in parenthetically, you know, for even ladies to learn to learn different types of svarim. It doesn't have to be Gemara. It doesn't have to be, right? There's a lot of other things nowadays. There's chizik, there's inspiration. There's also deep, there's types of Torah that you have to be guided. I'm sure there's many teachers that can help guide, but there's a lot of deep Torahs. That they're, not, that they're not complicated necessarily. That if a person, even a lady, learns them, they, they, it helps them separate. And I was talking about this last night with some of the guys. It helps them separate from being sunken in to the physicality of this world. Right? This world is very, very physical and comes with that a lot of problems. And sometimes we just need to just get away. So sometimes people like, run, they run to a vacation, they run here, they run. You're still running towards the physicality of this world. But the one, one of the ways that a Kurdish Baruch gave into this world is through the Torah. And some people like Chumash, some people don't. But there are people, there's Shurim that are going around, you don't have to learn to Svarim, but there are deeper types, not just inspirational speak, you know, speak, talks. There's deeper ideas, there's deeper, more expansive type of Inyanim that even a lady should be learning and it helps them expand their mind and, and give them an ability to hover above the physical world that is pulling them down. Right, the gravitational pull of this world. Right, we know that in life there's a gravity. If there's gravity, if I drop a pen, it's going to fall right down. So the, the one of the Ger Rebbe said that the physical world, the gravity is 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 a muscle to the fact that we're always being pulled down. The neshama always wants to fly up. It always wants to be happy. It wants to be confident. It wants to be connected to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And the connection that we have to the physical world, if we, it's only for the physicality of it. We get pulled down like a gravitational force. So let's talk, let's talk about something a little bit deeper. Maybe you've learned before, maybe not. So a Jew is made up, we're going to go, we're going to go not too deep, but anything that I say, apparently, anything that I say that is not understood, ask, ask a question. If, if I'm not explaining something well, that's, that's, that's my fault. So, and that could be. Everybody hears things different ways. Everything, everybody explains things different ways. So if, if something's not being understood, ask a question. It's not a problem. It's, it's, it's on me. Don't feel embarrassed that you're not understanding. It's because I didn't explain it well, and that's okay, and I'll take that. So a Jew is made up of, of five parts, five deep levels. Three of them are generally accessible, and we can deal with them. There's two higher parts that we don't really access, and that's called the nefesh, the ruach, and the shama, though you've might, those you probably have heard of. And the two higher parts are called Chaya and Yechida. We're not going to speak about those now. And the Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama, those are worlds within a person. One way, one way that we could differentiate between the three that can give us a little bit of a grasp of what these worlds are, the world of the Nefesh is the world of doing, is the world of the closest to the physicality of this world. Doing having things, being connected, ki adam hu nefesh is connected to the dam, the blood of the person, more closest to this world. Then you have the ruach, the ruach is connected to the heart of the person, has to do with the winds, 
the emotions, the feelings. That's the ruach of the person. And then there's the neshama. The neshama is most connected to the brain. Right? That's, that's the, the neshama, the energy that the neshama gives to a person goes throughout their entire body. And even in your fingers, when you're moving your fingers, you can only move them because the neshama sends the energy. Everybody thinks, the scientists say it's the brain. The brain and the nerves, right? Because your brain wants to move the fingers. So that's true. But there's an even deeper layer. That's because we have a neshama. You have to believe that. That's really where it's coming from. So the neshama is connected more to the thinking aspect of the person, which is the deepest part of the person. The lowest part of the person, which we'll also call the outer part. Right? We have a concept called chitzonius and pinimius. Chitzoni means outer, external. <coughs> Pinimi means internal. So the nefesh is the lowest part because it's the most external, it's the most connected to the physical world. This is the most gashmius part of the person. It's called the nefesh. And a person says, what do I do? What do I have? They don't actually ask that question, but that's the subconscious, that's what they're connecting to. When they're thinking about what am I doing? What have I done? Where am I going physically? What do I have? What don't I have? That's a person living at the level of the nefesh. <coughs> the middle part of the person, which is a, a mixture of gashmias and ruchnias, this is where the ruach, ruach is the lashon ruchnias. This is where the ruchnias of the person, the emotions of a person, they're physical, they're not physical, they're a little bit spiritual, you can't really see them, but you can feel them. It's a combination. And this is where the world of ruchnia starts. How do I feel? What am I feeling right now? I, I think the most, the, mo, the most common way that a person will define, if you ask a person, you know, who are you right now? They'll define it based on how they're feeling. I'm feeling okay. Right? What are you... Where are you, if you ask a person, this is more like a guy would ask this, but where are you holding? It's a lesson that a guy would ask another guy. I don't know what the, how the girls ask each other, but you know, where are you holding? They'll answer, I'm feeling okay today. Usually you answer with, how are you feeling? That is the, the dominant aspect of a person. That's the, the loudest part of the person. How you're feeling. You might have done a chesed, but if you're feeling down, I'm feeling bad. Yeah, but you just, did, you just did a chesed. I know, but I'm not feeling good about myself. Right? We define ourselves generally based on how we're feeling. Well, how do the girls say to each other? How would you? You pick up the phone. What do you say? How are you? How are you? We mean it. We mean it. Okay, you mean it, but what, how do you usually answer? How are you? It's an emo, it's a, you're asking about the emotions of the person. It's all emotions. It's, it's, it's all, I know. Baruch I've learned. Right? So by girls, it's even the most. That you totally define yourself based on emotions. Even guys will say that, and they're not as emotional as girls are. But you see, you define yourself not based on what you're doing, but what you're, what you're feeling at the moment. And that's the middle of the person. But the highest part of the person, the deepest part, the most ruchni, that which is not physical at all is the neshama, which is the thinking. You can't even, nobody could, you, you can't tell what a person's thinking. Emotions, you see sometimes in their face, they could try to trick you, right? If I tell my wife I'm, I'm, not, I'm feeling great, and she'll say, no, you're not. I say, no, 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 I am, I am. She's like, no, you're not. I'm like, how do you know that? She's like, I just know. Right? 
I, maybe I give it off. I don't know. They, you guys have a beanie and say, you know? You have like this, this sixth sense. <clears throat> yeah, it's not worth it to, to try to trick them. Just, just be straight, you know? I learned that. It took me like 15 years. But the strongest part, the strongest part really of, of a person, strongest part is the mind, is the moach, is the place where the nisham is. <clears throat> but it's a delicate place. And it's a very, it's sometimes very, very quiet. Right? The emotions of the person are very loud. Happy, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Even sadness, I'm really sad. I'm not feeling good. It's always the loudest. So it usually takes precedence in a person's life. And even if you're doing good, but if you're not feeling good, I'm not good. I'm, I'm not good. Why are you good or you're not good? Am I telling the truth? No, I was like about to sneeze. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But a person will say, if they're not feeling good, I'm not, I'm not good. I'm not doing well. Right? They, they, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> they, come to, they, they define their entire existence based on the emotions. There was once a... There's one chassid. I always say the chassid and a rebbe, even though sometimes I see it's not just a chassid and a rebbe. But say a chassid goes to a rebbe and he, and he says, you know, rebbe, I'm I'm such an angry person. I sometimes I just I, I go into a fit of rage. I get so angry. How do I cure that? I'm an angry person. So the rebbe says, that's a, that's a very strange thing. You know, let me, let me see it. He goes like a doctor. He say I have like this strange, you know, whatever blah, 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 some wart or something. So the doctor's like, okay, let me see it. I have to see what we're dealing with. So the guy says, I'm so angry. I have this crazy rage. So the rabbi says, let me see it. So the guy says, no, but I'm, I can't, I'm not in it right now. I'm, I'm, it just happens suddenly and unexpectedly. So the rabbi says, if you can't show it to me right now, then that, that's not you. You weren't born with it. Your parents didn't give it to you. That's not who you are. Don't define yourself based on that. Because if you could really, if it really was your essence, you'd be, able to, you'd be able to be it right now. It must not be who you are. And that was the beginning of his understanding. Oh, so that's not me. Right? Sometimes a person, the emotions of a person, they, that's who I am. But is it really who you are? person is, you have, a, you have somebody, you're, you're smiling on the outside. You see a person, they're smiling on the outside, but they're frowning on the inside. Okay? They're smiling, they have a mask on, they're smiling on the outside, but on the inside they're frowning. So who are they? Are they the smile or are they the frown? Who are they? Right? They're, they're contradictory. Or yourself. You're smiling to other people, but something's bothering you, you're sad on the inside. So who are you really? You ever think about that? I teach. So who are you really? So a person will say... I'm really sad. I'm just putting on a show. Really, I'm sad. That's who I am. Because that's how I feel. And the smiles on the outside, even though you, you, you mean it, meaning when I'm speaking to somebody, I'm smiling to them, I don't want them to know that I'm upset. And therefore, I'm actually giving them a smile. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy. And I'm, I'm actually sad. That's who I really am. I'm just kind of faking it on the outside. But so are you the smile or you're the frown? The answer is you're really neither. The answer is you're neither. What are we really? Who, is, who am I? Who's the I? Does the person ever think about that? Who am I? See, who am I? That question, who am I? What am I? Is deeper than anything that we're doing. It's deeper than anything that we have. 
right? I am not my car, right? That'd be silly. I am my car. I am my clothing. No. I am my anger. You're not your emotions. I am not my emotions. You're not your emotions. So then what am I? Who am I? It's a very important question to think about. The very fact, that question itself is at the level of neshama. That's where a person starts to actually enter into this deeper world. We experience emotions. Don't stop there. Because I am experiencing happiness. I am experiencing sadness. Well, who's the I? There's I, and then there's a garment called sadness. There's the I, and then there's a garment called sadness, or happiness, or any other emotion. And then I, who's, who's enclosed by happiness, is also dancing. Right? I'm not the dancer. I dance out of happiness, but who am I? This is a question that, that we have to ask ourselves. Even if we don't come to a certain answer, that question itself starts to break through barriers. It can help redefine, reshape. We're not a slave to what we do or what we have. We're not a slave to our emotions. We become slaves to our emotions when we have nothing deeper. If that's all we have, then that's who I am. We know that the emotions are deeper than the actions, so we won't define ourselves based on doing or not doing, but the way we feel, which is very connected to if we're doing or not doing, that becomes, we're enslaved to that position. It's our jail. We become, that's who I am. I can't get out of this. Now by the, by the Aram, we just had in last week's Parsha, right? Parsha's Truma. It speaks about the, the Aram and the Shulchan and the Menorah. So the Aram was made up of three boxes. Right? There was the outer box, which was made of gold. Then there was the inside, the middle box, which was made of Atzeshitim, of the wood. And then there was even a more Panimi box, which is also made of gold. We are also made up of these three levels. We have the outside self, which we can smile and we could show off and we could pretend that we're happy. We could be gold on the outside. And on the inside, that's not so simple. That's the wood. Sometimes it leans towards happiness. Sometimes it leads towards sadness. It's the inside. It's the ruach of the person, right? It's the emotions of the person. And then there's the even more inside box, which is gold, which is the true gold, which is the neshama. And neshama is never sad. The level of neshama, what's a neshama? What is a soul? A soul, we're told, is a piece of God himself. It's a cheluk elekamima. The soul is the deepest part of the person. It's who you truly are. That part can never change. That part is always with the Kaddish Baruch. The question is, are we focusing, are we living that perspective? Or are we enslaved to everything that the outside tells us? Are we enslaved to the way that we feel because of the outside stuff? The way that we perceive ourselves, the way that we think others perceive us, based on what we have, based on what we don't have, which is all true. All this stuff is true, that's, that's real. 
but it's not really, really who you are. And that has to be understood. Because we don't have to be slaves to the outside world and to what we perceive that the outside world wants us to be. We don't have to be slaves to that. When a person lives an outer experience and everything is defined by who, what they do, what they have, that, everybody sees that. So now you're subject to what everybody thinks about you because you're living an outer life. What does tznius mean? Tznius has a little bit to do with clothing, but that's not really what it means. Tznius is when a person, a man or a, a lady, it's, a man, it's for a man also. Tznius means when they live in that inner world. They're tsanua. They're not, they don't need to show off to the outside, which is a dangerous world, because now, now you're out to public opinion. Tznius means when a person lives in, their, in the inner world in a deeper place, whether with themselves or in that place of the self is also Kodesh Baruch It's both. So the R is three boxes. We have all these boxes. How do we feel? Right? We define ourselves based on how we feel. So do we define how we feel based on what we have and what we do? And if I don't have, or I don't think I'm doing, therefore I feel bad? Or can we change that? Or can we say, my feelings are dependent on the inner golden box. Now, the inner golden box is the neshama. Who am I? Not what do I do, not what do I have, not what people know about me. And me, myself, and I, in my room, by myself, in that place that nobody knows, that it's only me and HaKadosh Baruch the chilek elokamimah, where I'm perfect. I'm just a neshama. Nothing to do with what I do. Nothing to do with what I look like physically. Nothing to do with physicality. Right? Again, in that place of who am I really, in that place of the neshama, there's no physicality there. If we can get to that place, who am I really? Then we're, we're, we're exempt from all opinions, from ourselves about ourselves, and that other people have about ourselves. We're not enslaved, because we're not living in that outer facade that world which may be fake. Like the whole world is turning into fake news. Who knows what's real anymore? In that place of the inner golden box, if you can get there, even once a day to think like that, no one's there, no one knows. And it has nothing to do, don't look in the mirror, because then you're starting to get, you get stuck in the physicality of the world. Close your eyes. Close your eyes to the world. Enter into that, the depth, the strongest part of who you are, who am I for real? That nesham, that chelukalakamimal, and then from there, allow your feelings to be tapped into that. I feel great. Yeah, but you don't have this. Yeah, but that's not that's not what defines me. I feel confident. Yeah, but you didn't you not you didn't do a good thing yesterday. Okay, but that's not what defines me either. What defines me is that first five minutes of the day where a person goes into that place. It's just them. There's nothing. Nothing can take anything away from you because there's nothing to take away. If a Kaddish Baruch who gives a person life, he gives you a neshama, then you have everything. You have everything in that place. That's the strongest part of the person. If you can get there. This is not just a, a one-time, you know, a one-time sharing. We could just snap our fingers and we get there. But it's a different perspective that we need to even know exists. 
to even know that there's a way out of the jail of public opinion is a very powerful thing. To even know it exists. And then the person wants to go into that place. So Atzus is when a person lives at the level of his doings and havings. And that defines his emotions. And then he doesn't have, he doesn't do, she doesn't have, she doesn't do. Well, then she's sad. And then she might be angry. Why don't I have it? Don't, don't I deserve that? <coughs> Am I not entitled to that? There could be a, a secret anger that a, that a person has. That's atzis. But if a person doesn't have on the outside necessarily what they want, and they become broken, not because they're angry at what they don't have, but they're, they're just done with this outside world stuff. They're done with feeling bad because they don't have what everybody thinks they should have or they think that everybody thinks that they should have. They're just done with that. They just want to reconnect with that inner golden box that they have, that place of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. They feel distant from themselves for so long. They feel distant from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. They feel distant from themselves. They've been away. I've been with other people for so long running after what they think about me. I'm just done with that. That's a Lev Nishba. There's nothing more whole than that. Because I'm broken, not I'm breaking into pieces and I'm angry. I'm breaking, from, breaking away from being a slave to the outside world. Lev Nishba. The Lev is where the Ruach is. I'm breaking away from being subject to everybody else. I want to go back to that place, that quiet place, that place that I was, that I was born with, the Chelek Ma, the place of the Nisham. That's the strongest place. And that's why after Elev Nishbar, you come out happy. Because when you break away from everything else and you just go back to your own self, nobody knows, I'm just by myself. Nothing defines me except for the fact that I'm alive and I'm breathing and a Kaddish Baruch gives me life and I'm here with him right now. And I could just be. That's a great simcha. Because nothing can take away my simcha. But etzim, a human being, should be the happiest person in the world. You could think, you can see, you can breathe, you have clothing, you have, you have much more than you don't have. So why aren't we happy? Because there's a, there's a few things we don't have, so it pulls us away, it pulls us away. I don't have, I don't, I don't do, I'm not, right? So that pulls away at our simcha. So how do we get that back? So what do people in the world do? Well, if I'm lacking, so I have to go get every single last thing that I think will make me happy. That's the only way. So people go an entire life trying to get every single detail. It becomes very complicated. Then they get one thing and then they're not happy. They're like, okay, then it must be the next thing or, or it's that thing. or It's, there's a, never, it's a never-ending game because that's not how a person gets filled up. It never was and never will be. The way you get filled up is by going back to the place that you always had within you, that you never lost. Just your perspective shifted. But the simcha sechaim, the true happiness of life, is, has and will always be inside of you. There's nothing on the outside that you need to get. You could just be where you are right now, close your eyes, and just be in a place of simcha. You can. It's not easy. It's easier said than done. I know. But you have to know that it exists. It really, really exists. And it's not so hard. 
You have to just be daring enough to go into that place and cut ties with that world that you've become so accustomed to. That's like a leap of faith a little bit. But it's not going to hurt if you try. Nothing's going to change in your life. Once a day, go into that place. And it could be when you're davening. It could be when you have, each person does their own stuff. If you do a little bit of thinking during the day, you do have a little bit of hisbotidus if you're a little bit of a breast liver. If you do breathing, that's become, a more, that's become very, very popular nowadays, breathing. Why are people doing breathing so much? Because everybody's, they're so far from their breath, they don't breathe anymore, right? What, did, what happened? Moshe Benu comes to Klal Yisrael and says, Chavra, Kodesh Baruch wants to take us out. That's it. We're, we're getting out of slavery. What did the Pasuk say? They couldn't hear him. Guys, hello, can you hear me? We're, we're, we're going out now. You've been slaves for 210 years, it's time to go. We're free. They couldn't hear him. Why? The Pasuk says, Mikotzer Ruach, Omevodakasha. Kotzer Ruach. What does that mean, Kotzer Ruach? Short, shortness of breath. They weren't breathing. Because they're working so hard physically, or they're working so hard to gain their simcha, they're working so hard to make everybody else happy that they, they weren't really breathing. Take a deep breath. Who even breathes nowadays? Nobody breathes. You have to pay money to go to like a place to then breathe. <laughs> no, it's like paying money. <laughs> it's like paying money for like organic fruits, you know? Like that pay, you have to pay more money for less pesticides. <laughs> Why don't we just grow like it was supposed to be grown? But to go back to the natural state is even harder. It's the way, it's the, way the world is. To go back to a place of, place of breathing. Because breathing, what's the word breathing in? Right, the word breathing in Hebrew is what? Very important. Neshima. What does that sound like? Neshama. To breathe is to, is to, is to be a neshama. You don't have to run anywhere. We're always running, 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 running. Where are we running to? Because we're running because that's where the simcha is. We're running here because that's where the, the relaxation is. No, the relaxation is just being where you are. The simcha is just being where you are. A little bit we can go. We have to know that this inner world exists. Very, very, very important. <coughs> and I'll tell you another thing. This week's parasha, parasha tetzava, fascinating thing. Comes to the Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol, you know, the, the clothing of the Kohen Gadol was serious. Serious. Made of gold. I mean, gemstones. You know, real... I mean, no man wears his clothing nowadays, but I mean, this is the fanciest, most expensive clothing. Right? Complicated, sophisticated. But what happens when the Kohen Gadol, on Yom Kippur, goes to the Kodesh HaKadoshim? Where the Aron is, where the three boxes are, where it's just you and a Kodesh Baruch Hu, into that deepest place of who you are. What's he wearing? Not the gold, not the silver, just white, simple garments. Simplicity. Pshitis and Tamimis. Simple. That's the deepest place. That's the strongest place. He's, he's there in the Kodesh Kedoshim. No one argues. That is the strongest place in the entire world. And in that place... He's not wearing anything fancy. Simple. That's the place of the Nisham. That's the place of just breathing. That's the place of just white. Just white. You don't have to match all these different things. You don't have to... Again, no public opinion. In that place of that Yichud, of that Achtas, with yourself. And the Kohen Gadol was in the Kodesh Gadol. He was with himself and the Kodesh Baruch, the Chelek HaLakamimah. Simplicity. He didn't need anything else. 
So Lev Nishbar is to be authentic. It's to be real. But real to yourself. Authentic to yourself. And then a person can live with, with, a, with an unending level of upbeat, positive, confident feelings. Why? Because I am, I am what I am. I am a piece of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I am perfect. The only imperfections start when you start to deal with the outer layers. Who said you have to deal with those layers? You have to live in them. Of course you live in them. But you don't have to define yourself based on them. Who said that? Who made up that rule? That we have to feel bad because that person doesn't like what we're wearing. Who made up that rule? It's a crazy rule, no? How many people in the world get upset or bothered when they know that someone doesn't like what they're wearing? A lot of people, right? That's the natural way. But who made up that rule? Why should it? But I, but I like this. How do I know I like it? Because I chose it. So why can't I just be happy with what I'm wearing? Why do I have to feel bad because that person doesn't like what I'm... Who cares about that person? I love that person, but who cares what they say? I like it. Because if you don't have that inner world, so then you're subject to what everybody else thinks. You don't have the confidence, the inner confidence. Because your inner confidence, most people in this world, their inner confidence is based on public opinion. That's crazy. That's not real. That's not strong. It's like the stock market. The entire America goes up and down every day. It's like, stock market's up, everybody's happy. Stock market goes down, everybody's sad. It's like, or the gas prices, you know? That's what the whole America lives on, these things. It's, it's, it's insane. Every day, up and down. Sorry, I have a question. Um, I remember learning, could be this was like on a very elementary level, um, and certain things that you learn when you're younger, it just like, you know, has like an impression or it just sticks to you. So I remember always like, meaning, it very, it very much makes sense everything that you're saying, and I think it's like, I want to, you know, hopefully think about it and, and live by it, because I think it's so hard to... Um, to not define myself by accomplishments and just by external things, because I think, you know, when I when I look at the world, it's like, meaning I'm impressed by people, meaning with those accomplishments and that amount of money, and like, we just are, so just to undo that is like, you know, hopefully, um, it's funny, I just thought about it this week, but my second question, maybe whatever, not that wasn't the question, but, um, is that I always thought that like, um, your actions have an effect on your neshama, um, and so, meaning, what you're really saying is that nothing could really touch the deepest, deepest layer, which makes, which makes sense, um, because no matter how much a person sins, meaning they're always, meaning they're Jewish, they're part of, they're, they have a neshama, and like they're part of a neshama, nothing could damage or stain that. Now, I was thinking as you were talking that, like, you know, like the concept, like, oh, like she's a beautiful soul. And like, you know, we refer to those people, it's like they do so much chesed, they're so kind, they're so open, they're so giving. So it's like, does that make a soul higher? And also, versus if someone sins, does that, I mean, I remember learning like, oh, um, you're going to have a, a, a stain on your neshama, you gossip or whatever. And then it's creates that OCD thing where it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I don't know. Good questions, good questions. <laughs> but we can, let's talk about that afterwards. Okay, it, it can get, no, no, it's fine. It just, it can get, uh, it yeah, get confusing, yeah. but... Definitely, definitely important things to think about, for sure. We're, all, we're almost, we're basically done. We're basically done. So let's, let's, bring every, let's bring things back together now. So now we're in other, other Aleph. So let's finish off. So we said other comes, the spring starts to feel like layers can start coming off. Right? The winter is where you put on a lot of layers. A lot of masks. Right? We're wearing a lot of masks. But comes, comes other, it's funny, we wear masks, but really we're taking off layers. Really other has the ability 
to start slowly going back as the spring comes and it's a little bit nicer, we could start going back to the inner self of a person. Other, what's other? We said. Why are there two others? Because we have to realign the lunar and the solar calendars. And we have to realign ourselves. Why is the lunar calendar and the solar calendar, why are they aligning? Who said? Because there's a higher power. What's that power? The power of the Torah. Kodesh Baruch says in the Torah, you need to have Nisan in the spring. And therefore, we have to realign the calendars. So when it comes to ourselves, we have two, we have a lunar and a solar. The solar self is the outside of the self, the doings, the havings, right? That part of the nefesh. Then we have an inner layer, another calendar, which is called the ruach, the feelings of the person. And there's sometimes they're not aligned. I could smile on the outside, but I could be a frown on the inside. I could be frowning on the outside, but I'm really happy on the inside. Who am I really? What aligns me? The higher power. The power of the nisham. Because if a person can get to that place, again, easier said than done. But if you can get to that place inside the chilek al then from there, you're all aligned. Because that will align your inner self, what you, how you think about yourself, how you feel about yourself, and even what you do. That could be the realignment. That's other. Other, we said, is adir, is the strength. Right? Who are you at your strongest when you're your inner self? Because then you choose what makes you happy, what makes you sad. When you're living on that outside layer, so then you don't get to choose anything. Everybody else chooses for you. That's not strength, that's weakness. And when a person lives by other people's opinions, that's not strong. That's called playing weak. So this, this concept of other, and that's, that's the simcha. That's the simcha. It's a deeper simcha. We're going to, if we're, if we're zocha, maybe an other base to talk about a different layer of simcha. But this is, this is the beginnings. We have to go, we have to dig deep. True, lasting, authentic simcha very often comes from a Lev Nishbar. It doesn't have to. You can go to this place that we're discussing, the inside, without a Lev Nishbar. But sometimes, because we're subject to the world, and that's just how the, it goes, sometimes you just get fed up with that world, and you're just broken, and you're yearning for something deeper. You're yearning to reconnect, reclaim yourself, connecting to yourself in the deepest way, connecting to a Kaddish Baruch. And there was a chassid once, he goes to his Rebbe, and the Rebbe says, no, what, do you, what do you seek? What do you want? So the chassid says, I want, to, I want to be enlightened. I want to be strong. I want to be, you know, I want to be big. So the Rebbe says, why are you coming to me? You have a treasure house. So the guy says, Rebbe, wh- where is my treasure house? So the Rebbe says, that question is the answer. When a person starts to ask, when he, where is my treasure house inside? That's the beginning of the strength. That's the beginning of the enlightenment when a person can reclaim himself. So this is, this is the song he's singing, Lev Nishbar. This is why it's so yakar, so precious by Kaddish Baruch so beloved by Kaddish Baruch Because Lev Nishbar means you're going back to him. We're not falling further away. And we're breaking free from the shackles, the mitzrayim, the mitzram, the boundaries of that outside world, of the worlds of opinion. We're going back to the deeper self. If you read his, his words, are, his words are excellent. Yeah, you can read all the words. You know, feeling inside when you're miles apart. There's just nowhere to go. That's the person at the beginning. You feel broken. But then the moment you realize you're not alone, the path laid ahead is a hand to hold. And there's a light to guide you back. When a person reconnects with himself with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. 
So the Lev Nishbar turns into a symbol, turns into a confidence. And then he goes, when your heart is broken, words are spoken out of tune, when you're feeling what you're feeling like, the lies are true. People could say lies about you, but you believe them because you're not strong enough to, to fight against it. Take a breath. Take a breath. Really, take a breath and close your eyes. When there's a weight and it's heavy underneath, you're starting to f- f- break down. Fan the flames deep within. You have to go deep within those inner walls. Let the way you are be seen, the deepest place. Because there's a light in the middle of the hurricane. Right? I think he probably spoke about this, right? And when, you're in a, when you're in a hurricane, as you know, the eye of the storm, there's no winds. If you're actually in the middle of the middle of the storm, it's, 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 it's a shining light down. If you're a little bit out of the eye of the storm, that's, when, that's where it's dangerous. But in the middle, there's a light in the middle of the hurricane. There's hurricanes of life, but you have to, you have to sometimes go inside. It's hard. It's hard because everything on the outside is swirling around. How could, it, how could it be that if I go deeper inside, that's where the true light is? I have to go more outside. I have to get more stuff. It takes, it takes a confident person. It takes a, a courageous person to go into that place. Put aside all the blurred lines and know your name. The Nachman says that a person who is Ba'atzvah forgets his name. That's what he's referring to. Because what's your name? Your name is your purpose. The name is who you are. Your shame. What's the, the name, the word Neshama? What are the two middle letters of Neshama? Shame. Because your name is who, who you're Nisham. Who, who are you? Who are you really? Every letter shines in you. So, Lev Nishbar Yichaviv. Lev Nishbar is beloved by Kodesh Baruch Hu. Lifnei Hashem. It's Yakar Ma'od. And that's what can really bring us to, to a real deep simple. This is other Aleph. Other Aleph. Other Bays is a lot more outward simple, of course. And that's a whole other sugya. But if one has to know this depth, and this can be done and should be worked on, not just on other Alephs, should be worked on every day. Until you get to that place where nothing else on the outside defines who you are. You tell the world how you feel, not the world tells you how you feel. All right, we should listen to the song again. I think it'll help out if it's on anymore. Is it on still? Yeah, I have it. Yeah, it's on. It's not on. Oh, that's it. It's got to be loud. It's nice to hear it, you know? It's so nice. I think so, it will. Hopefully. Nothing more holding a broken heart The feeling inside when your mouth's part And there's just no way to go The moments you realize you're not alone The path laid ahead is a hand to hold And there's a light to guide you back Lay Nishbar he Hashem, Hashem yisbarach. Kilei nishbar yakar, ne'od ne'od, beinav yisbarach. When your heart is broken, words are spoken out of tune. When you're feeling what you're feeling, like the last two. Take a breath and close your eyes There's a weight and it's heavy underneath it all Fan the flames deep within, burn those in the wall 
Personally, maybe you do, maybe you don't do it. Sometimes I like to take a walk outside. I put on, I put on what are the AirPods? What are they mm-hmm. called? That noise count, <coughs> noise canceling. So you can't hear anything from the outside. You only hear what music you want to hear. And in that place, it's like it's kind of an avoda to just the outside. You're walking through the world, but you don't hear anything that anybody's saying. You just hear the song that you want to hear. So that's, that helps a person get to this place. Welcome. Any questions you could ask her? Yeah. 